millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Friday Night Livestream. Joining me in the studio tonight is a nationally recognized automotive expert. Her name is Lauren Fix. You might have seen her on any number of programs across various forms of media. She's also got her own channel on YouTube, The Car Coach. And we're tonight going to be exposing the electric vehicle scam. Joe Biden and his regime have gone all in on trying to force both the automakers and the American public to accept electric vehicles. But they really can't get that off the ground if they're also going to be removing hydrocarbons and traditional fuels from the playing field at the same time. Because where does that electricity come from? It's going to be coming from coal. It's going to be coming from natural gas. It's not coming from solar. It's not coming from wind power. And considering the fact that we're in a massive cold snap right now, a lot of people are finding that mm, electric vehicles are not all they're cracked up to be. So Lauren is an expert on this. She's an expert on energy. We're going to be diving deep on these subjects. And there's actually a whole bunch of news that just broke about the government totally snowballing us on the actual power output of these vehicles. It's seriously not what you want to get into. So do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. I'm going to be right back after this with Lauren Fix. My friends, 
Gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, the one and only car coach, Lauren Fix. Lauren, how are you tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. It is my pleasure to be able to host you. All right. So I think the obvious question before we delve into the specifics of what's happening with this scam is uh, how did you become an expert in vehicles and energy? What's your background? Okay. Uh, my background is, believe it or not, automotive designing of braking systems is where it started. Um, I worked for a brake manufacturing company and developed the first drum-to-disc brake conversion kit, which means nothing to most people. But if you had an old Mustang and yep. you wanted to put disc brakes on it, you probably found me or I found you at some point. And we, I said, you know what? And the, believe it or not, I was in high school. And I came up with this idea. And my father owned the company. And he said, give it a shot. So I did. I created a disc brake conversion kit. And there I just said, there's got to be other cars. And then it led to Mopars and GM cars. And it was rear disc brake kits. And it evolved to the point that uh, I actually ended up selling out of the company in 96 because we had started a brake manufa- tubing manufacturing company in uh, Buffalo, New York. So if you're a car collector, you probably heard a classic tube. Uh, but along that same lines, at the same time, I had helped my father work on cars my whole life. And I started racing cars when I was 16. I still race cars today. Um, that's awesome. And I, anyone that's raced against me knows I will not give up into the corner. I'm going to run you right to the corner. Um, I run everything from professional racing to amateur racing. Um, won a couple series, won, won a couple cool races, raced internationally. and But all that sort of stemmed when in 1986 I was asked to be on Motor Week, which is on PBS. Um, and John Davis asked me to come on and talk about brakes. I thought, oh, okay, you know. 
And I didn't realize that was going to open all these doors. That opened up a lot of doors because then I'm dealer training and I was training all the dealers, both on the dealer side and the aftermarket side and the media. I met a lot of media people. And then I got a call one day in 1992 to be on Oprah. I had no idea who she was. Not a clue. <laughs> but it was funny. My sister-in-law was freaking out. She's like, oh, my gosh, she's famous. I'm like, OK, I'm going to Chicago to do this thing with this woman. I don't even know. Uh, and if you saw what anyone who knew me back then, I had reddish curly hair. I looked completely different. I had no clue how to wear makeup. As a matter of fact, I used to go to the mall, get my makeup done, and then sleep with a neck pillow. So because I, I didn't own makeup, but I have what you got to do for TV and being a female. Uh, but I was Oprah's automotive expert till the show ended. So I was on the road with her. I got to work with her. I got to meet some really interesting people. I was not Rachel Ray. I wasn't Dr. Phil. But you know, I got to do my thing. Uh, that opened up a lot of doors and opportunities to national television, and it just kept evolving. I had my own show on the DIY network for four years with my co-host named Steve Ford. Both my last name is Fix, and his last name was Ford. <laughs> so Ford Fix. Um, we're still friends. He's a good guy. He lives in California. But um, but it's funny. It just It all just kept evolving on me, and it was like suddenly I'm no longer working with my dad. I'm no longer working with my husband, and this has become a full-time job i i'm always doing something media i had 11 tv appearances today so it's because there's a lot going on oh yeah there are times there's nothing but but i'll, I'll always take it because and I've, I've worked for cnbc and fox business but the key is i have learned and you probably know this too that if you pick one outlet no one finds you but mm-hmm. if you're everywhere you're educating and helping more people and so it's not about the money it's about helping people make good decisions and that's really what it's always been about and it's getting harder and harder to make good decisions when it comes to purchasing a vehicle because mm-hmm. i I've, there are many many different car manufacturers out there but they're all feeling this pressure to go towards some sort of you know clean vehicle whether it's an electric vehicle or i know that toyota has uh, a hydrogen vehicle that they're trying to produce but the big problem with all of them is that they they simply don't have the dependency uh, or the reliability or or the capacity in the way that uh, gasoline engines do. And then you've also got a huge problem with infrastructure. I mean, I I don't mind driving a a car that's based on hydrogen. I mean, it sounds like uh, it it would be great. You probably get a lot of power. Uh, The hydrogen is in the atmosphere. They can pull it out. But again, they have to use uh, traditional means of electricity to pull that hydrogen out. And then you've got the question of where are you going to fill it up from what i understand it's only available at a couple of select service stations in like the metro la area or maybe some other different places in california yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so so how has your job evolved with this transition this push to electric vehicles uh i mean has that made uh, because obviously the components are all completely different well, the driveline is different. The you know the steering and all that's the same. Um, it's important to note that uh, the transition to electric vehicles, whether we like it or not, car brands have no choice. Mm-hmm. You can either have billions of dollars in fines from the EPA, or you can have millions of dollars in losses. So every car company, including Tesla, takes a loss on every car they make. So oh, how wow. does Tesla make any money? Yeah, he sells carbon credits, and that was today's big story, which we can get into in a minute. <laughs> okay, so he sells carbon credits to car manufacturers that don't make enough electric vehicles, like Mazda or Stellantis or Ford or whoever, and so they use those to offset the carbon credits. Those are your tax dollars, by the way. Yes, but so it's so. And you're talking about hydrogen as a possible option. I have driven uh, hydrogen. Uh, Hyundai had a car that was called the Clarity. We drove that in Southern California, where the only place there is stations back in the 
90s, back in the Bush administration, we were offered the opportunity to drive the Chevy Equinox, which was a hydrogen-powered, really cool, and the Ford Explorer. I have pictures of myself, actually, in those cars in New York City, and they had to charge them up in Westchester because they had one charging location. I don't even know if it's still there, um, but it, what it is is you can fill up the tank in four minutes. People would be okay with That's that because it takes a yeah, it's the same as gas. You charge up your electric vehicle, you're on your way. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. We don't have replaceable battery cells like they do in China. Those vehicles are not available here in the U.S., and the infrastructure for both of those would be challenging. There is some really cool solutions coming, and one of them is synthetic fuel, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, that was originally developed by Porsche. It's also being developed by Aramco. Which I is saw that form. recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know that uh, you're on another network uh, that and there's a very big F1 fan. I'm a huge F1 fan as well. Yes. Um, and they are that is Ramco is is one of the big sponsors of F1. Also, Royal Dutch is working on it. And there's a couple other smaller manufacturers, super investments. The big plant that is functioning today is in Chile. And a guy named Tim Stevens, who used to work for CNET, got the opportunity. The one journalist that got the opportunity to go down there drive some Porsches uh, at the Chile plant. We were able to drive them at the Ren Sport Reunion, if you're a Porsche fan, uh, in California and got to drive them around the track. There's no difference. You can put it in your 94 Camry or your brand new Porsche. Either way, there's nothing that has to be changed from regular fuel. That is the ultimate solution. It's a little expensive now, but the plant in Houston is opening up soon. And once we start getting some good you know, product out there right now, it's expensive. The price will drop off. Maybe we'll use it for blending initially. But I think it's the best solution if you're looking to get rid of fossil fuels, much like synthetic oil. We all used to use that regular oil. Now we switch to synthetic. And then we're like, oh, man, that's better for the environment. So is synthetic gas. It's a really cool idea. It's just going to take time to get up to speed. So, yeah, I actually saw two separate documentaries recently, one about that plant that you mentioned in Chile and then another one about the uh, the new uh, uh, Porsche. And then there was some something special about the engine. I'm so, I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what it was, but in regards mm-hmm. to the engineering, it was supposed to be kind of revolutionary. So mm-hmm. what is the process to make synthetic fuel? And, you know, I mean, really, I mean, what are the benefits? I mean, if it's a fuel that's burning carbon, I mean, isn't it going to put into the atmosphere the exact same stuff that they're telling us is killing us now? No, and actually, we do need carbon dioxide. I have plants on my desk, I know. right? I know. So <laughs> I give them oxygen. They give me, it's, it's a good give and take, but they want to remove that. Of course, they want to remove people too, but that's a whole other conversation. Yes. Um, but, but as far as how it's made, it's made with water. It splits the water, which is H2O. And and I'm not a chemist. I don't claim to be one. And then it adds in this additional um, material of of water. So it's a lot of water added in. And the result of that is that you're getting this fuel that you can run in the car, looks the same, pours in the same, no emissions changes, no filter changes, nothing. No remapping of the the fuel system. It just, it's the same as gasoline. And what comes out the tailpipe? Nothing. Water. Wow. It's a really great idea. It's well, Porsche. They, they're geniuses, yeah. but I, I find it funny. You know, they come up with these great solutions, and then they also create their own problems. You know, you know, we've got diesel, and I own a diesel SUV, love it, and it happens to be a Porsche Cayenne. But I bought it back in 2016, and I'm never getting rid of it because I get 800 miles on the tank and right. 34 miles to the gallon. Why in the world would I get rid of it? Then they lied. They overpromised and underdelivered, screwed themselves with Dieselgate, cost them 33 billion dollars by saying we can do something we can't do. And now what's happened is now they're coming up with synthetic fuel and they're realizing 
yeah, this electric thing is not going the way we thought. So is Dieselgate, is that the the, uh, the brouhaha that Volkswagen got involved in where they were faking numbers about how uh, how efficient the engines were? Well, they were, it was a cheat system. So whenever you hooked up the onboard diagnostics, which is underneath the dash of every car from 1986 and newer, you know, you see, you go get your car inspected, they plug it in, they check the exhaust and they see how the car is running. Well, it was tricking it that when it was idling, which is how they check it and the car is not in gear, that the computer would tell it to put out the cleanest results. And they'd say, wow, this, this is fabulous, you know, and everyone was buying them. And unfortunately, it wasn't the truth. So all the cars that are out there on the road today have been updated, at least most of them. The ones that they took away, that they bought, they're slowly letting them back on the market. And I have a very hmm. good friend who just picked up a Jetta wagon, fully loaded, triple black manual for $9,000 with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Oh, dude. you got to find them, though. You got When they hit the dealers, they're like, gone, gone, gone. I so bet. If, you're, if you can find a diesel Jetta Golf, Beetle, uh, Q5, uh, Cayenne, grab it because they're really awesome. And if you think, oh, what are you going to do if there's no diesel? Hey, all you need is your local donut shop. Filter (laughs) out the donut pieces, add a quart of kerosene, and you're Mad Max. Wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of diesel. I'm a big fan of German engineering at the end of the day. Me I too. used to have a, a Volkswagen Golf a long time ago. It was cool. a manual. So much fun. My mom's car when I was really little was uh, an, an Audi 5000. That was a manual. I have fond memories of cruising around in that red beauty. And then of course, Mercedes. I absolutely love classic Mercedes from like the mid to late eighties, all the way up through the mid nineties. That's as far as I'm nice. concerned. That's, that's like the dream era. Most reliable. You get cars from that era, like the the 300s, that are going for a million miles. It's not uncommon. Bulletproof. Yes, totally <laughs> bulletproof. You know, I mean, anytime you see a, a car that is driven on dirt roads in like Malawi or Nigeria as a taxi cab, you know that that thing is going to be reliable. Uh, those you don't have to do hardly anything to them; just you know, basic maintenance. So, tell me a little bit about the uh, the 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 fuel oil that you were just talking about, because I've seen a lot of people. People online discussing this in the past, and you know, I was at one time looking to see if I could get a diesel just so that I could switch it over to do a, uh, a sort of uh, uh, heating oil or what is it, cooking oil rather. And so mm-hmm. you're saying all you got to do is add some kerosene, and, and you can do it. Well, you got to get the mix right, like anything, yeah. right? It's like salad dressing. If you add too much oil or vinegar, it's not going to taste good. Right. So, in in this case, you got to get the right mix. So you need you can use cooking oil. Most vehicles will apply for that, but remember, you still need to put DEF in the tank. Now, what is DEF or Add Blue? Yeah. It's basically urea. What is that? Well, you kind of flush that down the That's toilet. Right. So you know. What it is. <laughs> um, so I, you know, you can you can. I know that in some states they don't check for that, and you can do uh, DEF removal. I have not done that. I live in New York State. Uh, they'll nail me. I'll never get a state inspection. We get inspected once a year. California, same kind of thing. But other states, you can get away with it. Uh, such as Florida or Pennsylvania. So, I mean, if you want to do it, do your homework. Please research it. Don't just decide you're going to do it. It's like some people can make their vehicles run on water. Mm -hmm. It can be done. I have not done it. I know people that have done it, but the the car has no resale value if you do something like that. So keep that in mind before you make these crazy... uh, 
changes. That's actually something I wanted to ask you about because uh, I've been a big fan of uh, alternative energy sources for you know any number of things. But Stan Meyer, uh, one of the inventors over the years, because there's been a number of them, but he invented in the 80s and 90s a water-powered engine, and the he he put patents out there, and and it was allegedly going to be sold to some military contractors or to the U.S. government, and he was like on his way to sign the contracts, and he was poisoned at a restaurant, died. Absolutely dead as a doornail. And then very recently, there was a security guard in Buffalo. Buffalo. Who, yes, who was working mm-hmm. at uh, that Dollar General or whatever it was where there was. Tops. An, it was a Tops. Tops. Top 10, okay. Yes. Yeah, so mass yeah. shooting. And he just ha- and he also built his own version of a water powered engine and just happened to be one of the first people that were murdered. Wow. That's really coincidental. It's uh, it's strange. I, I know you do baseless conspiracies yes. and I watch it all the time. Yes. So I will tell you. Thank you. I was very intent on watching watching that thinking, yeah, that sounds a bit too, nothing's a coincidence anymore. I've kind of learned that. No, no. And especially when it comes to uh, something such as this, you know, I mean, we're talking about a a multi-billion dollar global industries here. And even though they're trying to phase out uh, traditional gasoline and other fuel sources, I mean, there are so many cars on the road, they're not going to be able to. And uh, specifically with what's happening right now with the electric vehicle push, you know, it's, it's almost as if you, you can't purchase one of these traditional electric vehicles unless you are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Because, you know, the Ford F-150 Lightning, you know, put aside any decisions about reliability because I've heard some terrible things. Same with the Hummer. Uh, but, I mean, they're ridiculously expensive, $100,000 plus. And Ford, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but they've been screwing people over at dealerships for the last two years. I mean, the markups on these trucks have been absolutely exorbitant. And there is no way that the average person can afford one of these things. And, and and so, you know, what are your thoughts on the on the vehicle industry as a whole doing this price gouging over the last couple of years? Well, electric vehicles as a whole are not the problem. It's basically the infrastructure. We have range anxiety where people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, I I get up in my car and I'm losing 40 percent in the cold weather in Chicago and Philly and Buffalo, New York, all the way across the whole upper, actually the whole country, Dallas even, and Birmingham, Alabama had seven degree temperatures. And then you start looking at that thinking, this is interesting. You know, people are now having range anxiety, but there's also charging anxiety. As you saw, people get to the charging stations. There's 10 of them, eight of them work. Mm -hmm. And if you think I'm kidding, you can go all over everything, every social media platform, and there's someone who's ticked off because they got there and it doesn't work. And that happened to me. Uh, I had a Jaguar I-Pace very cool car. I wish it was a hybrid. They'd probably sell a billion of them, but they kind of drank the Kool-Aid and went all EV on their Jaguar I-Pace. Uh, you can still buy an F-Pace, obviously. Uh, but um, it was interesting because the car itself didn't win car of the year because of its unreliability. And that was sad um, because then I had the same problem. I'm in LA. There's got to be charging stations everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I get on my app. I get to the charging station. There's three of them. Two don't work. One person parked their car and took off. <laughs> well, that's nice, but your car is fully charged and there's like 10 other people waiting. So I said, all right, I'll just find another station. And every station I went to of four different times, I stopped and finally like, forget it. I parked it at the hotel and I told the fleet company that lends them to us. I said, just pick it up. I'm taking a cab to the airport. <laughs> I, I don't need, I don't need the stress. Yeah. You know, when you're thinking I'm sitting in traffic, you turn on the heater, it reduces the length of, of the battery. You, you turn on the AC, you turn on the radio, you turn on your headlights, you know, you charge your phone, you turn on the heated seat. Everything's just watch the battery drop. So, it, it, you know, the thing is, you can't change the technology. Some of the car manufacturers 
And of my favorites, you know, the ones that I think have really done a cool job is like Lucid. There's no dealer group. Hyundai and Kia, amazing cars that have 800-volt architecture, which means they charge fast, where the rest of them are using 400 volts, so they take forever to charge in comparison. Unless you're buying like a Porsche Taycan. Okay, that's a kind of pricey vehicle. But when they first hit the market, everybody wanted them. So the price went through the roof. And that's true with anything. I mean, if you're looking at... I'm a performance car person, so for me, um, I was able to secure a Demon 170, which is a 1,025-horsepower car. Oh, yeah. But I didn't pay over sticker for it. People did. If you wanted over sticker, I'm walking away. Uh, and there was a lot of people who who pay over sticker for a lot of cars, and that included the electric cars. Now that there's so many of them and the demand has dropped off on those early adapters are no longer, we'll say, interested. Mm-hmm. We're down to the, whoever's left. The interest has dropped off, and now if you go by any dealer of any brand, Toyota, Volkswagen, Ford, whatever, they're just sitting there, and they can't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And I find that extremely interesting because now, this morning, announced by Ford, they're cutting down their production line to one shift. Mm-hmm. So that I found interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's very, yeah, it's very well, That means they're not selling them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, and they're going to fill the rest with Mavericks, Rangers, and Broncos, which I love. So. Yeah, the, the the little trucks are selling really, really well. You mentioned Toyota. I, as far as I know, Toyota does not have a full electric available here. And, I mean, they used to have the Prius, and I think that the Prius isn't even being made anymore, is it? Or, oh, no. There's a brand-new Prius. Is there? Okay. North American Car of the Year. I'm part of the jury. Okay. Uh, they have a Prius Prime, which is – if you haven't seen a Prius in a long time, you used to look at them and go, eh, you know – the new ones are amazing. The Prius Prime is a plug-in. They get like 54 miles to the gallon. You can drive it on electric or you can just get a regular Prius and just drive it on the electric mode. You get about 30 miles of range when it's not sub-zero out. And mm-hmm. You're not in the middle of an ice storm. But uh, they do sell a BZ4X. It looks cool. I was unimpressed with it as far as the fact that the range was short. And, soon, and I actually put it in my video if you want to see it. It's in my Car Coach Reports channel. I reviewed the car and I, I'm like, watch this. I turn on the heat and it drops the battery life down like by a third, right? I'm like, whoa. Wow. So I, I had to put that in there because I'm not going to lie. They make a Lexus version of it as well. Um, mostly hybrids. You're seeing a lot of mild hybrids. And what does that mean? Uh, that means you get electric propulsion. It's 48 volt architecture. So underneath, that means you're going to have that propulsion of electricity. So when you put your foot on the gas, you get that little bit of boost. You don't have that turbo lag. And then the vehicle takes off. The problem is, and this is what no one tells you, is the brake pads and the tires wear out quicker, much like that of an electric vehicle. And tires are like 250 bucks a piece, mm-hmm. and the brake pads last about 10,000 miles. That's it. So my daughter had a Jaguar F-Pace that was a hybrid. She got rid of it. She's like, I'm done. She, goes, I, she went through two sets of, of brake pads, and she finally said, that's it. And we talked to the dealers of all the different brands. We talked to the manufacturers. Of course, they never tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is pretty standard. So she went and bought herself a Ford Expeditions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not exactly nice. fuel efficient, but no. she's got kids. But, you know, I, I think that's the, the whole thing I, people don't realize. And what do people want? They want trucks. They want SUVs. They want to be able to get places. They don't want to be stuck. And here we are in the middle of our second blizzard of the year. And I'm watching the dealers tell me, because I'm in contact with a few dealer groups that we have here, they people want to trade in their F one fifty Lightning or their whatever electric, and the dealers don't want them. Yeah, they just they're like, no, 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 no. Well, can I trade it in toward? No, can I trade in? No, <laughs> it's yours. Sell it, sell it someplace else. So that is a problem. If you're looking for an like electric vehicle and that's something you want, there's some great deals out there on used electrics. 
Well, but, you know, the problem becomes if you get like a used Prius or a used Tesla or something like that, and it's of a certain age, you're looking at, mm-hmm. what, twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 if the battery goes bad? I mean, they're not replacing oh, yeah. individual cells. You've got to replace the entire battery bank. Correct. And certain brands have a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, but there are many a Prius out there that have over 100,000 miles. And there, it depends what people did. If you were a salesperson on the road, you might have put 50,000, 60,000 miles on it you know, within a year. That's not unusual for people that live on the road, You know, people that sell pharmaceuticals or whatever. Um, but the fact is a lot of people just don't want them. Mm-hmm. And some of those warranties are not transferable. Yes. So you have to do your homework. That can be very expensive. That's why, you know, the same thing is true with a hybrid. I said, if you want a hybrid, great solution to the problem. Electric when you want it, gas when you don't, but lease it. Because at the end of three years, the end of the warranty, three or four years, get rid of it. Let the next person deal with the headache. Because sure. it's just not worth the, the expense. Because when you have two propulsions, you got two ways to get the vehicle going. Mm-hmm. That's where it gets expensive because you talk to any mechanic and they're like, oh, we hate working on these things because it's twice as much work. Exactly. Because it's twice as expensive and insurance is higher. And twice as many opportunities for. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A 
human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Something to go wrong. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and so I've also heard recently some uh, discussion. There's a guy I watch uh, online. His name is uh, Rich Rebuilds, and he oh, he's great. He is. He's he's, great. he's hilarious. He's, he's he's got a shop called Electrified Garage, and it's in the the on the East Coast. I want to say Massachusetts or something. Mm-hmm. But he got uh, he, he came up by working on Teslas because it's so expensive to take a Tesla into an official dealership, and so he said, you know, hey, we we, we should be able to learn how to fix these things ourselves and people shouldn't have to pay ridiculous amounts of money and if you do have a single battery cell that goes out we should be able to fix it so anyways he's 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 been able to to put some some cars back on the road that otherwise would have cost the the owner like fifty sixty thousand dollars just ridiculous amounts of stuff so what he said is that the the Teslas specifically I don't know about any other electric vehicles but if you are a driver doesn't matter how new it is and you go through say a deep puddle and water ends up getting into the electronics or the battery pack and there is then water damage a lot like you know when people would go take their cell phone into Verizon in the in the early 2000s there's water damage your phone is worthless yeah. it's your fault it doesn't matter how it happened but that was shocking to me to know that cuz i mean cars are driving on the road there's rain there's snow you know there are weather conditions and you pretty much take it for granted that you're going to drive through some puddles uh you know that that just seems to me to be uh something obviously that they're not going to tell you when you go in to purchase it and it seems to be just a little bit unfair Right. Also, I was in Florida during the hurricane mm-hmm. that we just had. And you know how many cars got wrecked? So There was I a was McLaren. Going, <laughs> yes. I, my friend bought it, actually. Are you friends with Tavarish? <laughs> yes, I know him. <laughs> I'm also friends with Ed Bully and from oh, Vinwicky. Yes, so I've done a bunch of Vinwicky's Vin awesome. Yes, they are. I love them. If, if you are a car enthusiast, you got to listen to Ed Bully and stories. Yeah. And we were just talking about him tonight because I'll be at the... Um, the Big Amelia event. I'm a, ju- a concourse judge, so I'll be there as well. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because at the same time as Miami Moda, which just makes my life more challenging. <laughs> but um, can't do everything. Yep. But um, what happened was I went by this this yard. I was on my way to go get some paint because we were stuck there. And I said, all right. And I see this Porsche GT3 RS and Lizard Green. And I pulled in. And I said, hey, what's the deal on the Porsche? <laughs> he goes, oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want that. And next to it was a Model X. I go, well, what's the deal on the Tesla? He goes, oh. Don't even open the doors. When water got into the car, it caused such mold that the mold literally took over the whole car. You could see it through the windows. You couldn't really take a picture of it. Yeah. But that, that imagine what it did to the batteries. I said, so what's the deal with you know the batteries? Can't you replace that? He goes, the batteries, this car has already caught fire mm. at, a couple times. He goes, so we never know. So they're parked out at the edge of the yard because they just one car sets off the next car, sets off the next cell. So, I mean... As far as uh, Rich Rebuilds, he's really interesting. He tried to get parts for the cars from Tesla directly. Yes. And they told him no. Yep. So he's like, well, heck with you. I love I love his mindset. He's like, well, I'm going to go find this. So he bought a bunch of wrecks. Mm-hmm. And we have known people that have gotten cars, fixed the components themselves when it comes to Tesla, which is a whole another animal. It's not a regular dealer network. It's not like a Ford or a Stellantis or a GM where you can get parts and do it yourself. Uh, when you went to charge it, the charging station wouldn't let him charge because 
Tesla had marked that vehicle as junk. Wow. So you got to fight that fight. Yeah. So you can't charge there. You can charge at other charging stations, but you can't use the Tesla infrastructure anymore if the car has been in a wreck. That's absolutely so, insane. You know, I mean, that's it's that's like the exact opposite of right to repair. That's another thing that I follow <laughs> online. I know I do, too. I, yeah. I work with that group as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. People have ripped out the whole undercarriage mm-hmm. and put the undercarriage of something similar in size and put like a 350 Chevy in it. Yeah, well, Rich had made a, a couple of diesel Teslas, or at least one anyways. It oh, was, that'd be, that would yeah. be cool. I, yeah. You might actually sell those. Yeah. But, you know, as far as Tesla, th- that's part of what happened today is this this whole ex- expose and the scam. You know, uh, it, Tesla was the big fanboy of everyone. The mm-hmm. government, the, the Obama administration, everybody loved him. And now they all hate him yeah. because he owns X. Mm. So... I'm sh- I'm kind of watching this unfold because it's interesting because all of this big expose and this scam on, you know, the funds and everything saying that he's getting all these carbon credits, taking our tax dollars and lying. I'm like, very interesting timing. As I was saying to you before the show started, nothing is coincidental. Mm-hmm. Are they actually just attacking Elon Musk and looking for everyone to turn on him? Well, there are people that will always support him. And there are a lot of people that don't like him any longer. Um, and so I think this might be part of it. But the fact is, we've all been lied to when it comes to these electric vehicles. I knew it. I've been calling it out. I've taken a ton of heat from car manufacturers. We did. My internet connection is saying it's unstable, which is crazy because I have a two gig fiber line. How coincidental. Line. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no coincidences. <laughs> She's once again. telling the truth. <laughs> Stop the internet. Uh, so, so, so what's where the, did I lose you? And um, well, you were saying that there's no coincidences in terms of the uh, these people coming after Tesla, and I absolutely agree with you. Continue. Right. Right. So uh, I've taken a lot of heat over the years telling the truth when it comes to this. And if the Internet freezes again, it's definitely somebody doing it. Yes. yes. Um, Car manufacturers give me a lot of heat. Some car manufacturers won't invite me to their events. I don't really care. I'll just go to the dealer or borrow the car from a friend. Um, I'll get I'll get the vehicle out one way or the other. Uh, But I cover the industry and I tell the truth and I always will. As someone who's got engineering background and a degree, I am not going to lie to people. And that's this is what we've been lied to. Um, and it really infuriates me. And I've taken a lot of heat from other uh, journalists as well, uh, well that have said, oh, you're not you're not drinking the Kool-Aid. No, this isn't Kool-Aid. This is like gallon loads of Kool-Aid. You know? Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you take that thought track because, you know, one of the big problems in any industry is is people who want access. And so they're just going to say whatever it is that the manufacturers or whoever is giving them that access wants them to say. And you know, at the end of the day, people on the outside are looking for the experts to give them reliable information and to tell them the truth about this stuff. You know, I, I mean, a lot of people just take it for granted. They go online and they're like, I'm going to look for a review on this vehicle you know i want to see what are the safety features you know how does it actually perform in the real world and you know they just assume that you know perhaps this person that uh, they trust is going to be giving them information that's real but then you know on the other side i mean obviously they're getting some perks or at least they're getting the access and then that allows them to make the video whatever it might be but i I mean there are a few of us that tell the truth there's a few of us that have no problem putting our necks out there and there are a bunch of others the mainstream ones that are all about getting early access to the vehicle because it's all about clicks yep. and i can't operate that way because that's not it's not about the money it's about it, to me it's about my passion for cars and getting people information because knowledge is power i have another channel called car smarts that i'm building out that's all about just what we're talking about now because um, some people just want car reviews on the Car Coach Reports channel, but still we're, we're doing it. And I, th- I think the big thing is 
is that you need to do your research on anything. If you want an electric car, you should be able to buy one. But I will tell you, there's additional costs on insurance. You need a charging station if you don't have one. If you have an older home, there's a lot of beautiful older homes that are previous to 1970 or 1980. And those electrical boxes need to be upgraded. Sometimes you have to draw a separate line for it. Yeah. Uh, my neighbor down the street's got an older home. He's got a line drawn out like a big orange cord running out from his house that his daughter plugs into her Hyundai. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I like that. It's the greatest uh. idea. It must take all day for her to charge. But if, if the charging stations have issues, uh, we've got tons of problems with the cold. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the, beyond that, besides the insurance being higher, the higher car payments, yes, you're not paying for gasoline, but you're going to pay for tires quicker, too. So, I mean, if you want one, you should be able to buy one. But mandating any of this stuff infuriates me because it doesn't work. The grid can't support it. I've talked to many of electrical engineers across the country who are part of the grid, and they said it hasn't been updated in 100 years. Mm-hmm. So if you build a new town in West Point, Georgia, that's great, like Kia built there. They started putting in lines for infrastructure. That's not the whole infrastructure. That's just the line to your neighborhood or your home. So if everyone in the street plugs in and everybody's house goes dark, that's a problem. Well, and if there's some sort of catastrophic attack like an EMP or something like that, nobody's cars are going to be – well, I mean pretty much any car. Mine will. <laughs> well, yours will. You know, I, I've got one specifically that d- it d- doesn't rely on computers. So like, I heard you say yes. that on another show. <laughs> yes, because if, you know, the proverbial-ish does hit the fan, I want to be able to take off if we have to or at least, you know, run up for uh, a run around the, the abandoned houses. But um, – yeah. You know, I, I have old Mustangs. I collect old Mustangs. Right My on. daughter's name is Shelby, so I'm like, oh, that's junkie. cute. But, <laughs> yeah, Carol Shelby. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We knew him very well, wow. and uh, that, so if you're ever looking to find me, find a Shelby event. You'll find me because Mustangs got their 65th anniversary coming up. But um, but as far as you know. The, what happened today, I think, is really interesting. Well, yeah, so, I was going to say, te- what is the meat of this? Because, you know, the idea that Tesla's selling carbon credits, I thought that was what all these companies did. I mean, I always considered it to be a shell game, and I, I guess I thought that it was kind of for granted. People already knew that. Oh, no. Okay. So first off, it's important to note, if you live in the state of California or Illinois, they're out of funds. So it used to be you get your $7,500 tax credit, for 2023, you go to the state of California, you apply, you can get another $4,000 or Illinois or New Jersey. I think there's a bunch of other, also in other countries. New Zealand canceled their uh, electric vehicle subsidy. Germany has canceled theirs. Uh, Norway, as of last night, maybe it's because of this news story. Maybe. It could be. UK stopped theirs. Uh, France stopped uh, allowing it for Chinese cars. And so what is this all about? Well, as of 2024, the new rules for the because of the infrastructure law which had the kill switch and everything else that we all read about and i've reported on yes has has stated there's only 10 cars that qualify because it has to have the battery materials and the batteries built here in the u.s so only 10 cars qualify three of them are teslas but they're only the performance models so Mm. there's a lot of other things can't be over a certain price point you can't make too much money or you don't get it. So it really starts, you start paring it down. It's like, who's getting this? They go, oh, it's for underprivileged people. Okay, so if I make less than $40,000 a year, how am I going to afford a $60,000 electric car? You're not. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> no. Because you got to pay for the insurance. You need a charging station or public charging. And yes, like the Volkswagen ID4, you get charging with it for free, which is a nice perk. But when you start looking at this, so what happened, what was revealed today, the big scam, this blew me away, of course, this is what's kept me busy all day, is 
Back in 2000, the Clinton administration put into the EPA, see it's buried in this little page, page 36,987 in the Federal Registry, wow. place you'd never look for it, uh, in volume 65, again, just keep burying that deep, 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 uh, they have re- rewritten the law to state that regular cars can have to have a certain formula to figure out what their fuel efficiency is. You see it on the window sticker. Mm-hmm. But for electric cars, you get the multiplier of 6.67. Which someone pointed out to me, do you mean 666? Yes, yes. (laughs) I didn't think about that. (laughs) It's a coincidental number, yeah. Oh, no, nothing's a coincidence. Come on. Um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, Tesla used that to their advantage to get carbon credits, which are your tax dollars. Anytime you see the word subsidy, it's your money, money that you pay in. Don't think it's the government's just printing it. It comes from somewhere. It's your tax dollars. And they were giving the money to him, and he would get seven carbon credits for every car that's sold, where Ford would sell a Mach-E or General Motors would sell a Chevy Bolt or a Volt, and they would get three or four carbon credits, and all the other brands the same. But Tesla got seven. Why was that? He doesn't need it because that's the deal he made because he's very oh, smart. Okay, okay. So he's just, uh, well, he's a savvy businessman. Okay, yeah. He, he, he was the only I, game I in town there at the beginning. Smart. He was the only game in right. town, right? Right. He still owns 63% yeah. of the market share. In China, he's no longer the number one. It's BYD, which is owned by Warren Buffett. BYD hmm. is owned by Warren Buffett. I did not know that. I, they've, they, yes. I've also seen footage of graveyards of BYDs in China because the CCP has actually been overinflating the sales numbers and purchasing these cars and then just like setting them aside. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've covered that actually. And I have friends that have drones that have been there that have actually gone and shot the footage. I go, they're sitting there yep. just rotting. Never, never touch. Like when you have a new car, it's got the plastic on the seats on it. Never touched. Yeah. Just sitting there. Um, so Elon Musk would then say he would go to all the other brands like Mazda or Subaru and say, hey, you're not selling enough electric cars. You need this so you don't get nailed by the EPA with billions of dollars in fines. And the California Air Research Board, conveniently called CARB. To me, that's carburetor. <laughs> yep. But, <laughs> but, um, but it was interesting because he would sell the carbon credits to them. That money he would make his profit. Even though he was taking a loss of $26,000 on every car he made. But he would make that up for a long shot in carbon credits. How many he sold, we don't know. How much he sold them for, we don't know. Who bought what, we we don't know. All we know is that to make your business whole, if you're one of those brands and you're like, we're short, what are we going to do? You buy what you need in order to not have fines, which are billions of dollars. So it's very interesting. So now suddenly this huge expose comes out from a bunch of environmental groups who you would think they'd be pro-Tesla. They're not, apparently. They're saying, you lied to us. This is a, this is not at all uh, a correct. For example, a 2022 Tesla Model Y is equivalent to 65 miles to the gallon, which is about what you would get like on a Prius mm-hmm. or any other really nice hybrid vehicle. But on the window sticker for a Tesla, because of the multiplier, it's 430 miles to the gallon. Holy So consumers sh- are not. like, wow, <laughs> we have to buy this. Yeah, this yeah. Is- spectacular but now they start to realize that this is not working this is where the problem is so that's a direct impact so over the years that's what he's been able to make his money and still making his money that way today so what was the big factor the big flag almost like dieselgate someone did a little deeper dive investigation they found that year over year he had a 94 percent increase in profits wow how is that when his sales didn't go up that much is he selling carbon credits for higher dollar value. That's your tax dollars. So it's taking your tax dollars, giving it to Elon Musk. He turns around and sells it to the car brands so that they don't get fined further. 
Wow. So and of course, for you, you paid for Tesla to be what it is today. And now they're all mad about it. I'm like, you created the monster. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's like President Trump saying, you know, if you don't know how to use the tax code to your benefit as a businessman or even as an individual, <laughs> then you deserve <laughs> to pay all of those taxes. I absolutely agree. Exactly. I have an accountant I for this too. very reason. You know, I mean, <laughs> so like they can figure it out. I pay as few taxes as legally required of me. And me so you know, I don't I, I don't uh, have a pro- problem with Elon Musk doing this. I, I mean, like you got to respect hate the don't don't hate the He's player, smart. hate the game, you know, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You. Yeah. It's it's certainly not the player, but it seems quite coincidental. So what I do know is, you know, we've all seen those commercials for Camp Lejeune. Soon in Camp Lejeune, if you know someone who's been there, well, soon you're going to see them that say, do you know someone who's purchased an electric car? Do they feel they've been shortchanged? Call fill in the blank lawyer firm and we're going to because there's class action lawsuits already lining up now. I already know of three tort firms that are already lining this up. So do they want to sue Tesla or do they want to sue the U.S. government? Everybody. 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 Okay. (laughs) Remember, if they sue the U.S. government, that's your tax dollars. Exactly. That's what uh, that's what I'm getting at. You know, I mean, like we're going to get paid. We're paying again. I mean, it's just like, yeah. you know, how far we're going to pay far... ourselves to pay ourselves. We'll yes. just print more money. It's no big deal. <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. So, uh, you know, obviously yeah. the, the, the system is what's broken. And uh, this right. is continuously demonstrated on a daily basis. Uh, the 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 red tape that's in place in Washington, D.C. has created this beast. And believe me, if there is a loophole, if there is some way that it can be taken advantage of, somebody's already figured out. They, they probably figured it out before they changed the law or the regulations if it's something oh, like yeah. the EPA, because otherwise they wouldn't have done it. Because believe me, they're not making these changes to benefit you and I. They're making these changes yeah. to benefit themselves and their donors and right. the lobbyists. So that's an interesting question. So who actually knew about this? Did yes. the government know about it? Did the car companies know about it? Who's who knew about this scam? And the age old question is, what did they know and when did they know it? Because the tort bar is already out there going, who's got the deepest pockets? I'm Mm -hmm. very excited. They're like they're ready to jump in. And, you know, so if you bought an electric car and you're unhappy with the situation, you think, I think I I got screwed. I think you might be waiting for that first commercial pop. Um, I've already had attorneys contact me, actually, as an automotive expert, because I'm not a lobbyist, I'm not an attorney, nor do I play one on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, had to add that. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, they're already saying, hey, we want to know more about this, because they've seen my articles, they see what's out there. It was actually exposed initially by the Wall Street Journal, mm. which yes. I found very interesting. I saw it on Fox Business, I saw it on CNN, I talked about it on CNN International last night at like 11 when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. clock at night so i mean this is this is starting to pick up traction and right now it's all world economic form but once that sort of gets out of the way this is going to get even more traction and i think if you purchase an electric car and you felt that you were not told the truth and you're not happy about it 
you may have some recourse because trying to return it to the dealer is not going to happen. There's no way the dealer's going to say, oh, I'll take it back and we'll get you a gasoline-powered vehicle. No, they don't want them. They're happy that you bought it. So and this is going to be interesting what's going to happen down the road because we, not all of that car is recyclable anyhow. Oh, no, Much not like at Much like solar panels and windmills that are made of fiberglass. All that gets buried in the ground somewhere. Exactly, exactly. So so what do you think will be the ultimate outcome of this besides uh, various entities having to pay out the ass to, to make up for the fleecing of the American public? I mean, it, will it spur them on to make more efficient vehicles or vehicles that work as advertised? Well, we know that they're making more fuel-efficient vehicles, and people are looking at hybrids. There was just a Deloitte um, survey that was done, and they don't just do it with, like, 100 people. They, do, they actually spend a lot of time looking into it. They're an accounting firm. And they found that 6% of consumers that are considering buying cars are interested in electric, and that 22% are interested in hybrids, and the rest, gasoline-powered vehicles. Of course, yeah. So consumers are said, you know what? not going to work. You live in the upper half of the country where it's cold. This doesn't work. Uh, and I see someone in the chat also said something about lithium. Remember that lithium, cobalt, cadmium, mercury, neodymium all come from mines that are owned by the Chinese. Chinese. Yes. They own 95 percent of the mines. And it's African 95%. child labor, too. These, this is real slave labor. I mean, if you go and look online, the BBC, who is far from a right-leaning organization, sent a crew down there. And there's been others since uh, that have been on Tucker and they've been on other things that have actually been there personally. I don't think I'd want to go there because you can get cobalt lung from just breathing it in the environment. It kills anything that grows. Yep. And they've got children barefoot. And it's basically slave labor. You either do it or they don't feed you. So, mm-hmm. And that's all their job is, is to pull those cobalt out so that you can say that you're green and all this is killing the environment. And everyone's like, oh, it's only in Africa. The environment's everywhere. Right. right. You know, it's, once it's in the air, it's in the air. So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much to this. Uh, and it's infuriating because it's like me handing you a birthday cake and saying, hey, could you take the eggs out of this? So <laughs> It's not possible. So you can take some of the components out of a battery. Redwood Materials is the leading company doing that. They're doing a really great job with some of it. Then they're going to sell that recycled material for people to produce batteries here in the U.S. But they can't use all of it. Mm -hmm. And those cars are not as recyclable as a current regular gasoline-powered vehicle, which is pretty much like 98% recyclable. They've been – like Ford started using water bottles for uh, cushioning and insulation and airbags a long time ago. I mean, I've got – they sent us a bag. I think it was like – Oh, two. It was a long time ago. They gave us a bag that was made out of recycled bottles. And so they've been using that technology for seat materials and everything else. It's not a leather material, obviously. It's a pleather, as we used to call it, or yep. synthetic materials. But there's a lot of recycled things you can have. And I always chuckle when I hear vegan leather. I go, you mean plastic? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which is, which is made of what? Oil. Fossil fuels. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I love it. These people are like, we're going to be no fossil fuels. That's great. Fair warning, the medication you take, the clothes you wear, this computer, your phone, literally everything you touch is made with some derivative yep. of, of, of fuels. And I did a big project at one point for the oil industry, and they freaked me out because I'm like, well, I have a glass here. It's processed with fossil fuels. I'm like, but I sleep on cotton sheets, fossil fuels. I'm like, you know, you're, like, you're trying to come up with something. And you realize there is nothing that hasn't been touched with fossil fuels, especially medications. And that was put into play a long time ago by some of the very wealthy oil barons that said, we're not selling enough of it. Let's try to get this into other products and other places. And now that it's there, 
we can't live without it. So there'll never be an opportunity where there's zero use of fossil fuels. We can use some synthetic products, but the fact is it's all a derivative of oil. Yes, yes. And again, in order to produce those synthetics, they're going to have to use most likely traditional sources of energy to be able to even extract it and then put it back together. (laughs) Yeah, coal, coal, natural gas. Well, the funny thing is, is the one thing that is... A, a, a green uh, fuel. Actually, my father is a nuclear was a nuclear engineer when he was alive. He was mechanical and, and nuclear. He had multiple degrees, and of course, working with someone like that, you learn a lot. I, I'm a mechanical engineer, but he worked on Fermi too in Detroit, and he always told me how green it was. And we used to have these deep conversations. Now it's even greener, but that's not subsidized. Mm-hmm. So if it's not subsidized by the federal government, like solar and wind, yep. they don't even want to talk about it. Don't even mention it. But you know what they're doing in China? They're building nuclear power plants and they're building coal plants about 15 a week mm-hmm. yep. of the combination of the two. Why? Because while we're sitting here being stupid and being told by our government, hey, you know, we should all be green. You know, we could all live with, you know, dial phones and candles again. They're going to have everything. And we're going to be standing here looking like fools. But they knew they couldn't take over the auto industry. The Germans absolutely had it locked up. But when they screwed up on Dieselgate, it opened the door for China to say, wait a minute, I have this great idea. We're going to buy all the mines, and then we're going to tell everyone that everyone should go green, create this whole story, get everyone on board. And, you know, everybody that's meeting in Davos is on board and tell them, hey, if we go green, then the environment will be better. So now we've all drink the Kool-Aid in one form or another. And now what? Now we're stuck with being beholden to China instead of the Middle East. And the Middle East, it's like, oh, you want to play the game? You don't want to make, you don't want to drill there? We just won't send you any. And right now, with what's going on in the Middle East, it's not good. You're going to watch gas prices go through the roof, especially as things escalate, and they're escalating. Yeah, I, I remember the good old days when diesel was cheaper than regular fuel, and yes! regular fuel was less than a dollar. Like, uh, we must be in similar age range. Oh yeah, because yeah. I remember that. I remember going to college. And pulling over to the gas station and like digging out the change from my center council and my, you know, wherever I get, I have 38 cents. Can I yep. get something? It's like, yeah, I'll give you a gallon or two. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or but returning bottles and, and getting <laughs> gas get with that. Bank, you know, yeah. to, to get enough to get home because otherwise I couldn't afford to get home. Yeah. But, you know, we've all been through that, I think, at some form or another. But, you know, the, hey, they want to get rid of that, too. They're, no change. And I'll have anything. It's all about control. But the bottom line is, why is all right. this happening? It's about control. It, and you think, well, the, uh, the electric car, it's about range. It's about control. It's about what if you don't have power stations to plug in? Well, then you've got a boat anchor. And yeah. there was a yeah. lot of boat anchors in Chicago. Tons, tons. Yeah. The, that, and that's... people were flipping out oh, oh you yeah. want a tesla it didn't have to be that brand it could be any brand mm-hmm. there was just no none of the electric cars were charging people were sitting their cars for four hours and getting you know 20 percent charge so and i'm just like oh. it just it just it, it's surprising to me that with as many phds <laughs> as we have out there as many intelligent people the the literati if you will that nobody thought about that I mean, like, it's like they just I don't know if they were bought into the global warming hoax and they thought, oh, you know, it's going to be 100 degrees everywhere. And so we'll never have to worry about it. But I mean, like, that's got to be part of the the calculus at the beginning of the engineering process. I mean, they must know that in cold weather, it's going to be difficult to charge the batteries. They're not going to hold the range. So why wouldn't they bake in like, I don't know, like just a warmer like they have for diesel engines? They do. They do. They do have it. Okay, Uh, it doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, it actually does. But the problem is the battery drains when it's cold outside. <laughs> so, But I will tell you, I've talked to a lot of engineers 
off the record. I, I can't even say the brand because I'll probably take heat for it. But when they first showcased their first electric vehicle, they asked me what I thought. I said, do you want me to tell you the truth or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I want you to tell me the truth. And he's a good friend. He's a great guy. And he's with a major brand. And I said, honestly, I think this is a disaster waiting to happen. He goes, I want to keep my job. I want to be here down the road. I have to follow along. If I don't, I lose everything that I've worked my years for. So I will build the best I can. I will do the best I can. And I will promote this as best I can. And I said, I understand. And I also have to tell the truth. And Mm -hmm. he said, I understand. He goes, that's why I wanted to talk to you. So we are still very good friends. And he's working in the futures department for this brand. And I know you can only do so much. You you can't make things happen that don't happen. Remember that in eighteen hundreds, when the first car came out, the first Mercedes or or Carl Benz had the first vehicle. It was battery powered. Mm-hmm. And then all the way up to nineteen sixteen with Baker, and and Jay Leno has a Baker. It's kind of cool. I've seen it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, it's like well, if you're a Jay Leno fan, he's he's got some amazing cars. Uh, and it, it was it just interesting to watch that. Um, that that uh, that changed, and maybe that was because of again we were all kind of clueless to this. But maybe it was the fossil fuel industry. Maybe it was big oil that said we're not going to do batteries. We're going to do this, and we're going to fund it, and we're going to take. They took each other out all the time, just like the guy who created the water engine, right? Yep, yep. So maybe that was maybe that was the whole thing. But it is now evolved to the point it's hard to take out that infrastructure. And what infuriates me is the infrastructure of gas pumps were put in by Citco and Shell and Mobile and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. But for electric charging stations, they want you to pay for it. Yes. When cell phone towers went up, Verizon put money into it. AT&T did. T-Mobile. Everyone had different towers. There are tons of independent companies. But when it comes to electric charging, they want you to pay for it. And that infuriates me because what if I don't own an electric car? Exactly. I'm still paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, that just doesn't uh that, that that's not fair at all. You know what I heard about the uh the popularization of the gasoline engine? Uh from what I understand, uh gasoline is a waste product of kerosene production. And kerosene was what they used to light lights in homes and even on the streets. And so uh they basically had all of this useless waste fuel sitting around and they were like we got to figure out something we can do with it. And then I guess Henry Ford was like I got an idea. <laughs> Let's put it into cars, and then they started yeah. using it. So I don't know how how, how accurate that story is, but I mean that close. it's close. Okay, it's close. Okay. Yeah. So if you took crude oil out of the ground yeah. and you processed it five times, it becomes diesel. So if you're into diesels, you know they call them oil burners because it is a it's a it's a basically a crude oil broken down five times, processed seven times. It's called heptane. Okay, and that is the fuel that you pump into your car, and they're different octane ratings, and they're mixing it with ethanol, which I don't like. I know that President Trump's a big fan because of the corn and all the subsidies, and it's good for the farmers, but I don't like putting corn in my car, so I'm always looking for zero ethanol when it comes to uh, putting fuel in my car. It's hard to find now. Uh, You can go to... Zero ethanol. You put in zero ethanol gasoline in the in the internet. There's tons of places okay. around the country that that do sell it. Uh, I've got a lot of performance cars, and I do not like to put in anything with ethanol. Uh, even diesel, you can put a cetane additive in, which will increase the fuel economy right out of the box. There's a bunch of different brands that sell that as well. But I mean, the whole idea is, I think, for consumers to understand that. I think we were sold a bag of goods from the beginning. If you want to buy an electric car. Maybe you just use it to go five miles back and forth to work. You run a few errands. You should be able to buy one. You want a hybrid? Buy it. Gas, diesel, whatever, hydrogen. 
whatever is available, you should have that option. But when they mandate this stuff, it really sets me off. Yeah, absolutely. This and and this seems to be the the way of uh, the world today. I mean, all of the governments want to spend as much money as they possibly can, but your money. Yes, they want to spend <laughs> your money, and especially when it comes to things that they want to foist upon you. You know, forcing electric vehicles onto us and then telling us that you know what I got to put I got to put a six thousand dollar charging station in my own garage. You want me to pay for them up and down the streets? It just it's insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, before- there is something that's important to note: if you okay. put an electric charger in your home please please check with your insurance company before doing it this is something that's coming up now i have a girlfriend who's a pretty high level attorney she says this is the biggest thing right now people are putting electric charging stations in their homes and their homes catch fire and what ends up happening is they call their insurance company like anybody would do and they're like well we're not covering it they're like what do you mean you're not covering it because when you purchased your home you insured it based on what it was at that time right by adding a charging station it puts more potential loss on the property. And if you don't get it approved beforehand and you just go ahead and install it with a certified electrician, you do all the right things, you may not be covered. And they will only pay for the house, not the garage. And I have a friend here in the Buffalo area who is fighting their insurance company right now because they had a fire and it took out the whole house. And I mean everything. It was really bad. Uh, the car manufacturer, which again, I'm not going to disclose because they have legal issues going, uh, came and purchased the cars back, gave them all their money back, and they went and bought gasoline-powered vehicles, but they also had to find a new home. Mm-hmm. So please don't find yourself in that situation. Please contact your insurance agent. Don't find yourself in this position. So homeowners down here in Florida are also finding similar circumstances when they install solar, that the insurance companies, they want to know about the solar panels. And if you install them, well, hey, you just added $50,000 to the value of your home. So we're going to raise your insurance concurrently. And a lot of people are unable to afford that. And that's on top of all of the other rate increases that we're seeing down here for everything. I just got a notice from the the city. They want to increase our utility rates uh, by an average of $125 a month. That's absolutely... That's insanity. That's insanity. That's insanity. For uh, as many people live here, I don't even know, but I mean, it's got to be tens of thousands of people. You know, I mean, like that is so much money. Wow. I, I want to know exactly where it's, there's a public commentary section. I'm going to go in there and, and, and have, a, have it <laughs> Light them up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, um, oh, yeah. well, listen, we're approaching the end of our scheduled time together, but I really want to talk about future technologies because as I said, I'm really excited about the the various possibilities. You know, what else might be Lots out there? Cool stuff. Yes. So, Clearly, we I, I, the the uh, the 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 synthetic fuel. That's awesome. I had no idea it was coming from water. So that's really really awesome. Uh, obviously, with battery technology, um, I've been following new developments in battery technology recently, and there was a, uh, a a nuclear battery that has only just become available for consumer use, and it's only for very specific use cases, but it's called Betavolt. It's actually layers of uh, graphite that is recycled from nuclear power plants, and then it's layered in between uh, di- diamond layers. And so it's like, uh, it, it, it's very, it's very expensive. thin. Uh, okay. <laughs> That was my question, you know, because these batteries last. You say the word years. diamonds, and it's like just a click, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, diamonds are way more uh, uh, like plentiful than they want people to know, and especially when they can make True. diamonds in the lab, you know, they're uh, they really shouldn't be as expensive as they are. But uh, from what right. I understand, it's essentially the same. 
same like level of diamonds like maybe you're going to find on like a, a, a concrete blade saw or something like that. Right. So, so they're producing it in the lab, but it's a very small, very thin battery. I want to say they're like, you know, maybe 11 by 15 millimeters or something like that. So fairly mm-hmm. small. But that little thing can last for 50 years. Um, you know, that just seems perfect to install in an electric vehicle. If you can get a, a, a hmm. battery bank, if they hold a lot, if they're very Much energy like dense. like water-powered cars, Yes, exactly. Mean? Yes, yes. That guy may disappear. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and then there's also another uh, traditional battery technology that's just been developed in China. It might have been by BYD, but uh, it's roughly 50% greater energy density than traditional lithium ion batteries. And apparently they yes. don't have the same uh, dangers of, of catching on fire. That's, as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the, the worst possible uh, outcomes that you could have with an electric vehicle because you're not going to put that out. That lithium is a chemical reaction. If it catches fire, it's just going to go until it's gone and you could it's very a chain easily reaction yes yeah. it's yes bad so so what can you yeah. tell us about any possible technologies that might be coming out well i do know they have replaceable batteries so like when you take out the batteries out of your remote control and you put new ones in their cartridges mm-hmm. they do have them in china they are not even close to being available here um do they work as well well first if you have to have the infrastructure you have to have extra batteries you have to have them charging and in concept, it works. And remember that Elon Musk did show us one, but he only showed us one. Mm-hmm. So it was great. It was sort of like the Cybertruck. It just takes forever to come to reality. Yeah. Um, as far as other technologies, I know that Hyundai, uh, BMW have already driven their hydrogen-powered vehicle. Like I said, you can load up your tank in four minutes. That is a solution, but no infrastructure for that either. Uh, that was yep. somebody dropping a donation. <laughs> Hold on. Where is... Uh... <laughs> I don't, I, I, oh, oh, here it is, here it is. That is number one Indiana dad. Thank you very much, buddy. For some reason, it's uh, below the other content. So I'm just going to move ah. this up. I'll move it up to the top and then we'll be able to see it next time if somebody okay. donates again. But thank you very much. <laughs> solid for state battery somebody ta- is yep. talking about in the chat. Yes. Yeah, solid state is, is great. Um, and that is something that is oh, only a concept at this point. Um, Toyota's working on it, Honda's working on it, Mercedes, everybody. Is it going to happen? I don't know. It has to be stable, which is a problem. Um, I do know that there's there's going to be, I think, a mixture of solutions to the problem. I've seen algae being used to very cool stuff. Oh, where they take algae, yeah. skim it off the ocean, and they can process it and turn it. Is that mainstream? We are so far from that. The closest thing that we have that we know works and that, that won't or someone who's got an older car to get rid of it, because I can't imagine that you're going to tell someone, hey, listen, you know, you're, I always use this example, you're old Taurus or you're 94 Camry, you're going to have to get rid of that, but I maintain it, I take care of it, and it runs perfectly fine, why in the world should I get rid of it? That's Those are the people that we have to think about, because yeah. unfortunately, geniuses like, and I'll call them that, <laughs> um, uh, Gavin Newsom is saying that, oh, everyone can afford one, no, even if I bought a Chevy Bolt, which they're not going to make anymore at $26,000, I still don't have a place to charge it. I still can't afford the insurance. I can't afford the car payments, but I own my Camry and I take care of it. Why should I have to get rid of it? But that's what they're trying to get people to do. Now, will that happen in California? I don't think it's going to because I think this is about ready to blow up. And I don't mean that respect. I'm just saying this right. whole thing's not going to happen because um, – I believe that what's going to happen is Gavin Newsom will not be in office in 2035. Mm-hmm. He would like to be probably a lifetime, but most likely whoever's in office after him, 
And I have friends that live in Southern California. They said this isn't going to last because right now that's his mindset. When he's gone, the next person, whoever that is, just like the next president, we know who we'd like, but it depends who it is, may totally throw this all out the window and say, buy whatever you want. All these subsidies are gone. If you want to buy one, go buy one. And that's what it should be. Let the free market reign. Don't tell people what they need. Um, as far as future things, I don't know if you saw the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, I saw clips, been ta- but yeah. yeah, Hyundai's been talking about for a while their flying car. Oh, cool. So, yeah, actually, I saw it at the Geneva Auto Show, and it still was the Geneva Auto Show because they're not doing that anymore. Um, and the vehicle is pretty cool, and it, it's called like a helipod. I'm trying to find out. Um, I definitely got the information on it because I thought it was kind of cool. But Is it like Hyundai's- a two-person seater? Yes. Okay. Flying yeah. cars are here. They're calling it the uh, Super Null E-Votal, I don't know where they come up with these names, SA2 Air Taxi. Okay. So basically, Hyundai's going to create an air taxi. We saw it at uh, the Geneva Auto Show years ago, um, and I thought it was kind of cool. Would I get in one? Depends who's flying it. If That's the pilot, thing. Is, is it like sure. a pilot, or is it going to be some sort of drone technology that just ferries you from oh. point A to point B? I'm not going in something that doesn't have a person behind the wheel. Yeah, uh, yeah. To me, that's an amusement ride. You want to get in it? Have a party. Yep. Same reason I won't get in. I've driven a, I've been, driven and ridden in a lot of autonomous cars. As long as there's pedals and as long as there's a steering wheel, I'm good. You take that away, which is level five, mm-hmm. I'm out. Because that, that's, that's an amusement ride. That, and there's already been enough accidents to prove it. Um, autonomous cars are something a lot of people talk about. A uh, very good friend of mine who works for the Detroit News who might be watching here tonight. So he knows who he is. Actually, that's the, how we connected to each other. Okay. Um, and um, what's interesting is he was in an Uber that was a driverless Uber. He thought, this is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a, it's a great story. So he got in the vehicle. He's in San Francisco, and it started raining pretty heavily. The vehicle put on its four ways, pulled over to the side of the road. And on the main screen, it said a Uber with a driver will be with you soon. So he waited for another Uber to show up, and he got out of the car and moved over. So in other words, it can't work in weather. Wow. I li- I'm living in snow country. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to get into an Uber or an autonomous car for at least the last week. I mean, we, we had to postpone our football game. <laughs> Come on. So, and it's still snowing out there. Yeah, it's still snowing out there. So it's not ending. I saw a, a pretty hilarious video clip. I believe it was out of San Francisco where like a whole intersection of autonomous cars had basically all half gone out into the intersection and none of them knew what to do because they were all in each other's way. And so it just like caused a, a big gridlock and everybody's like, what? I saw another one the other day. A police officer pulled over an uh, autonomous vehicle. There was nobody in it. Like it just he didn't like how, how, how quickly it stopped at a right hand turn. And so he pulls it over. <laughs> The car stops. He goes over there, and he and and then the car, the guy turns his lights off. Uh, his partner turned the lights off, and so the car thought that uh, there was no reason to stick around anymore, and he left. And then they chased it, like just I mean, just uh, the the tremendous stupidity around this stuff. Like uh, it's crazy. It doesn't recognize emergency vehicles either. It doesn't no. recommend wet concrete, which we've seen. And a lot of people don't like them, so they've been putting pylons. When they seem like a working pylon, they'll put it right in the hood of the car, and it freaks out. It doesn't know what to do. It stops <laughs> wherever it is. So, listen, we are all have, like, a little evil side. So, I mean, you can change the stop sign and put a line through it, and it can't read it. So, oh, man. it can't read speed limits. So, it doesn't know what to read. 
It's spectacular. I love when people play with these things. There's a workaround for everything. Absolutely. I love doing that. Wow. I think it's hysterical, actually. I do, too. But I you know too. what? You know, I mean, I understand that some people would like to have autonomous cars because they have disabilities and they can't drive and they've got or they've got some situation. That's great. That's what they get a car, right? Get a taxi, get an Uber, whatever it might be. Yep. But, you know, just keep in mind that learning to drive is a skill. And if you stop using it, like riding a bike, you're not going to be good when you have to take over the wheel. Yeah. And, and, and and being in a blizzard, these happen, or windstorms are down in Texas. You have an ice storm that's mm. un, unexpected. If you get caught in that and you suddenly have to take the wheel, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't remember how to drive. I haven't driven in years. Or I don't know how to. I've never. It's like anyone driving a manual transmission today. Yep. I yep. call that an automatic security system because I don't have to worry <laughs> about anyone stealing my cars. Oh, I love it. That's that's very true. Very, very true. All right. Well, Lauren, uh, it's been a great time talking with you tonight. I love cars. Thank I don't you. often get to talk about them with people, so this was a lot of fun for me. Uh, let me go through these thank yous over here on Rumble and over at Pilled. We will start with Pilled. Uh, Nakaz808, aloha, brother. Good to see you. 17 is coming for you, says another great show, Zach. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, FilterDog1 says, hello to the hardest working OG. You deserve so much more. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. And then NX17 says, Lauren is such a great guest. Interesting info. Thanks, RP. Uh, and then over here on Rumble, Winky Winky Woo says, I did not have sexual relations with that tripping. I think that that's a Bill Clinton reference, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I did not have sexual Probably. relations with that woman, but I don't understand the sure. tripping part. Um, I don't understand that either, <laughs> but that's funny. <laughs> e- EC was here, says, I suggest we start referring to lithium produced by slave labor as blood lithium and demand Ooh. corporations not use it. Also, mom says hi. Say hello to your mother for me, EC. And that's a great <laughs> idea because the blood diamonds thing really worked. They made a freaking movie about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, blood lithium. Blood lithium. That's right. Yeah. That'll be lovely when I say that on some of the three-letter stations. <laughs> People pull up in a Tesla and then uh, environmental activists start getting out and picketing. And Your car has blood lithium. That's right. Throw a gallon of red paint on it. Uh, uh, Fredo Fredo says, uh, I work for a major car lender, and I've seen us and other lenders scale back on terms for people buying EVs. We can now only go 24 months on a loan for an EV that is four model years or older, long overdue. So obviously they are interesting information. Yes, they recognize that the reliability is simply not there. And Lauren, this is one of the things that they used to sell people on EVs. Oh, there's no moving parts, you know? I mean, it, you, you don't have to worry about the engine breaking down. That's There's a not lie. a yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's much more complicated. If anything else, I mean, this is one of the reasons why Rich is so spectacular because you pretty much got to have a, 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 a high level degree to be able to work on these things. You got to be a computer engineer. He's really smart. He's yes. an electrical engineer. I think. He, yes, he is. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Also, TZ Burton says, Lauren, thank you for sharing your knowledge on electric vehicles. This is awesome. I'm glad that you are enjoying it. And then Fredo also says, have you seen so many voluntary re- – oh, I have seen so many voluntary repossessions in the last few years. People that bought an EV and the battery dies, they can't afford to replace it. It can be as high as $30,000 to replace. It's such a racket. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is – again, this is just one of those things I can't believe that they didn't think about before they started producing them. Or I guess uh, maybe the obvious answer is that they did think about it, but they just said, hey, we're, we're just going to go ahead and put it out there because 
because they're mandating that we have to do this. Mercedes, my my favorite classic car manufacturer of uh, my 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 years, you know, they've said that they're going to go all electric by 2030 no or something like that. I don't see I don't see yeah. it as a possibility. So did so did so did uh, Porsche, BMW, and all the rest of them. And I've talked to all the executives at the top. I've hit, sat next to even. Uh, uh, Jay from from Hyundai Corporation. He says, "Now all of our chassis are designed to be gas, hybrid, or electric." Yeah. So these people are not stupid. They're going to cover their backsides in their company. They're responsible. So although it all says they're all going to go electric, the only one they think would probably make that questionable move would be Volvo. What? They're owned by China. They're owned by China. Oh, they're owned by China. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, uh, Northern Europe is rather cold. I don't know how well that's going to work for native Volvo I don't Volvo know. It's buyers. working in Sweden because they basically incentivized the heck out of it, much like the same as Norway. But now Norway says, we're done. Wow. We're out. Germany stopped their subsidy, too. Hmm. Wow. Maybe that's... because you need 40% less workers and who, what do you think you do when you work, live in Germany? You work in the auto industry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just cannot imagine an all electric Germany, you know, and um, <laughs> you, you, you mentioned. I've been there many a times. Oh. Let me tell you, you're not going to go on the Autobahn, put your foot into it, try to get out to the Nürburgring and then find out that you can't get charged quick enough. Exactly. And you mentioned F1 earlier. You know, Kyle's a big F1 fan. I, I, I can't imagine electric vehicles on those tracks. You know, I mean, oh, like Formula E is out there, though. It's oh, hideous. Is it? Is it? <laughs> Formula One is the, Formula E is the same as watching paint dry. So, <laughs> oh so I got invited out to the you know, as a journalist and I, I, I have a lot of reach. My reach is pretty big. So I get invited to a lot of weird things. So I got invited to this Formula E race. So the first year I went out by myself. And I sat there next to a bunch of friends, and it was weird. Because when you go to a race, you want to hear that roar and screeching and, and excitement. There was none of it. It was like I'm sitting in the stands having a quiet conversation with the person next to me, and there goes a car. Then you might hear a chirp. By the time you look, that's already gone. It's a tire going around the corner. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I, I left after the first race because they had to take the batteries out and put new batteries into the race cars. So that's all Richard Branson deal. And let me guess, he's part of that same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Epstein crew. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about it. I was thinking Weff. (laughs) Definitely Weff. That too. Definitely Weff. Yep, yep. So, He's a member of all the clubs. Yeah, yeah. Everything that you don't want to be a part of. Um, also, yeah. Crane Op, before the show even started, I guess, dude, thank you so much. Uh, he said uh, he dropped a $50 Rumble rant, so I really appreciate it, buddy. He said, I just watched yesterday's show. Nice work, my friend. Uh, love the video clip at the end. Uh, do me a favor. Stop saying I have, especially with ailments. You give them permission to be there when you do. Just saying. I was talking about developing arthritis uh, from uh, typing all of the time. So, okay, I- I'm with you. On that, I'll go ahead and uh, and and start thinking and speaking about it differently. So, thank you, Fredo, for alerting me to the text from my lovely fiance, real Red Pill seventy eight girlfriend, and uh, and then also he says also Moab, <laughs> which is Michelle Obama has a penis. Uh, speaking of Michelle Obama, I know, I know, I've seen that before. <laughs> I know you're a Badlands viewer, so you've seen it. But um, yes, and I agree. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's she- not my expertise. I only stick with cars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you know, yeah, different kind of stick shift. But um, oh, <laughs> you'll be burn. here all week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to tip the waitresses and try the veal. That's I right. know. I know. <laughs> try the veal. Try the veal. Um, 
So she's uh, they just posted a picture of her on her 60th birthday. And uh, and I, I think, and she, yes, and she's getting a lot more visibility recently. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have figured that Michelle Obama is the most likely culprit to get slotted in, kind of shoehorned into the election here. We'll I mean, see. it's going to have to happen rather soon. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, I, I don't I don't know what the deadline uh, is. Right after the convention, they can do it right for the superdelegates. Yeah, I suppose. But, uh, Dan Bongino says she's not going to run. Okay. So, well, I hope not. But I, then who would it be? I have a very close friend who's pretty well deep, deep, deep into this, and I'm on his radio show all the time. Um, and he tells me he thinks it's Newsom Whitmer. Okay. Went, oh, yeah, yeah, like, I, can, I can see just that. Just kill me. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like the Barbie and Ken of the DNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see Newsom. Not and a I, fan and, of either. No, me either. As a former Michigan resident, I'm definitely not me a fan too. of Governor. Yep. Of, of, excuse me, Governor Whitmer. Um, okay, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight, and thank you once more, Lauren. Um, I've got your Twitter and your website, which takes you to your YouTube. Uh, that is linked in the description of this video. Uh, at the end of the show, I always like to have my guests tell the audience what they would like them to take away from our conversation tonight oh good see you catch me off guard um <laughs> i would like you to think about before you make a decision on whatever your next vehicle is new used whatever propulsion you'd like to do your homework and that means i know no one likes to do homework i didn't like it either but that means contact your insurance agent find out what the rates are check with a credit union find out what the rates are you don't have to go through the dealer just shop around. I prefer buying local, but there are times, even myself, I've gone to, you know, Cal- I've gone to Chicago to buy cars, California, Bethesda, Maryland, wherever. You go where the best deal is for you. Do your homework. Find out what the cost of transportation is. Don't don't be tricked by anyone, and never be afraid to walk away. All right. And Fredo says you're misgendering Mike against Nobody likes that. Her, she. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Hit, hit. Him. He, him, it. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, I do have one more question. Uh, for people who might be in the market for a used vehicle, based upon your expertise and experience, what would you recommend as the most reliable used car that somebody could get if they're looking at, you know, say from like the 90s until now, from the last 30 years or so? What would you say? Wow. Broad question. Well, it depends on dollar point and all that. But if you're looking at like brands in general, yeah. Um, Every car has good and bad cars. Everyone's had a lemon and fill-in-the-blank brand. Sure. For me, I know that Hondas and Toyotas are really great resale value. People that have them, the, you know, the Civics, the Camrys, the Ford Tauruses even, great Ford F-150s, Explorers. I mean, the Ram trucks are great. Uh, you know, if you want an old Corvette, you can get one. I mean, there's just – the key is if you're going to buy an electric or, or a used car, anything, electric or otherwise, you're like, I think I like this car. I drove it. I like it. The price is right. Remember, if it's too good to be true, it may be. So I want you to find an ASE certified technician. I'm an ASE tech as well. That means that they have that blue and white gear outside. Take your vehicle there. It's going to cost you about 150 bucks. They're going to put it on the lift, take the wheels off, look into the fuse box. If the car's been in an accident, if the car has um, water damage, you don't want it. Walk yep. away from any flood damage cars and get a list. I want a green, yellow, red. Green, this car is great. Yellow, you know, it's going to need an exhaust system sooner. It needs brakes. And red, holy free holies, this transmission is going to be replaced. It's going to be 1200 bucks. Then you know. 
And you can either negotiate that into the price or walk away. So if you're going to buy a brand that's a couple years old, I suggest going to that brand. Do you want a Mitsubishi? Go to a Mitsubishi dealer. You want a Suzuki or Suzuki? I don't have here anymore. A Subaru? Go to the Subaru dealer. I know Kyle loves Subarus. I do. I've got a Subaru. Yeah, I love, I'm I love not Subaru. a Subi fan. <laughs> I know they're too tinny for me. Um, I'm spoiled. But but if you want one, go to a Subaru dealer because what they have on the lot is more likely going to be something they can transfer the warranty for you. Mm-hmm. You want a Kia? Get a Kia, Hyundai, whatever the brand is. I think that's your smartest use of getting the best car. And, you know, like I said, never be afraid to walk away and negotiate. Just like anything else, if you take the price that's on the window sticker, you might be paying too much. Yeah, yeah. So final story from me. The I, I have this Subaru, bought this in the summer of 2022. It was brand new. And... Mm-hmm. The reason I chose to get it is because I had leased a Subaru Outback previously. And because of the way the market was going, they wanted that car back, like, really, really badly. I was going to oh, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to buy it and, you know, just get a, diff- a new payment for the remainder because it wasn't that much. But because they could sell used cars for more than they could sell new cars for, they still were there right now. They, well, they were willing to pay off the lease. OK, I still had like six months left on the lease. They were like, we'll pay off the lease. We will give you ten thousand dollars towards a car of your choice. Wow. And they told me they were like, listen, because <laughs> I said, well, I don't want to buy a new car because you guys are all marking them up. So my sales rep, Austin, he's super cool. He's totally based. He's also a gunsmith in his off hours. He's, oh, awesome. Yes, yes. So we said, he said, Zach, I'm going to give you a, a, a really wonderful tip. He said, every new car that you see on the lot, we've marked up four to $5,000. There's no way around it. It's happened, and you're going to see that. If you want a certain vehicle, and we have to order it direct from the manufacturer, it will be delivered here without that additional markup to you. So I was Always like... Always order. Yes. And so that's exactly what I did. I said, okay, I want the I want the net in the back or something. You know, I mean, something small, <laughs> just enough so that Some, they didn't have. I want it. a special color. Yes. Yeah. Don't buy weird. Don't buy weird colors. They can't sell them. No. Um, no. I have I have a video. It's probably one of my number one videos. What do they do with cars that they can't sell? They move them to the back of the lot, and when they can't get rid of them, they send them to auction or they park them somewhere. Yep. So. You can find a car that's been sitting around saying, what do you got that's a 2023 still hanging around? Because we're already driving, we're test driving 25s already. Wow. So, yeah, so I know it's creepy because in 26, they're going to have all those stupid kill switches in there. But that's a whole other conversation. But yes, if you want to know even about get it, to that, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's on my Car Coach Reports channel. And I do, I do try to get into the comments or you can always message me. I do reply. Uh, emails take a little longer. I, I got a pretty full inbox right now. I think, yeah. But we, uh, you I both. get to them all. That's good all right. Stuff. It's all good. And I appreciate the support. Um, you can always support me with buying me a cup of coffee as well, but that's through my site. But um, but as far as, like I said, don't be afraid to walk away. Do your homework. Drive the car. And I always say, put it in a parking spot. Can you get it in a parking spot? Does it fit in your garage? Mm-hmm. I, you know, does your car seat fit in there? Could you you're, Bring your kids with you. And everyone's like, oh, really? I'm going to bring the kids with me. Trust me. They're going to tell you, Mom, I can't get in this car, or Dad, my feet hit the seat in front of it, or I have no place to put my whatever. Then you go, this is not the car. Find another one. There's a lot of great products out there. I mean, it's not the day anymore where you go, oh, my gosh, don't buy that Pinto, you know, or that that Chevy Citation, which is one of the vehicles we all got lied to, but that's another story. I don't even remember that one. (laughs) Oh, God, my brother had one. It was a mess, that was. Uh, It was one of the worst recalled cars ever. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but they sold a million of them. (laughs) That's probably why I never see them on the road. Okay, I'll have to look it up. They're rotted. They're part of an armco somewhere along the highway. (laughs) 
That's great. Uh, and then one final thank you. Fredo, he says, uh, Honda and Toyota are great, and anything with the diesel engine are, are long-living, yes. hold value. I agree with that. There's another guy I watch, Scotty Clymer. Uh, and, oh, no, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty's great. <laughs> He's hilarious. I love him. And I was just noticing the other day, like, every other video is like, I'm quitting YouTube. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're, I know you're not really quitting YouTube, but it still gets people it's, to it's click like on the, it. It's like the furniture store. We're going out of business. Yes. We, just, no, we changed our mind. Yeah. <laughs> so he's great. He, he, he would bet on uh, mid-90s Toyotas. I think Avalon's. His favorite is Avalon's. So anyways, yeah. let me go ahead and pass out these gold pills over here at uh, the Foxhole at Pilled.net. And then uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Of course, I'll be back at 9 p.m. Eastern for another episode. And I'll announce who's going to be on the show tomorrow. Lauren, I would love to have you back again in the future. I really do want to talk about those kill switches. So I think we should probably schedule that. All right, you, okay. you pick a date and we'll make it work. Okay, excellent. Thank you again, everybody in the audience. Appreciate you being here. Good luck. God bless. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.